Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast For pro plumbing and heating I was saying I was following this thread on Reddit the other day Where people were talking about the signs That you were raised right You know, things like Do you hold the door for the person coming in behind you? At the shopping mall The airport or wherever you are Do you say thank you? Do you return your shopping cart to the cart corral at the grocery store? Do you clear your table at the fast food restaurant or in the food court? That kind of stuff. That's how you know you were raised right if you do those things. Uh, this one just came in. What about not talking on speakerphone when you're out in public? Why are people doing this now? It's from Jeff. Jeff, I don't know. But you're right. It's like people are drunk. People are intoxicated with the power that comes from using a speakerphone for some reason. And I, I don't understand how that makes the conversation easier for you when you're out in public. And there is a time and a place for speakerphones. Don't get me wrong. Like when you're calling your mom and dad and they insist on putting you on the speakerphone so they can both talk to you about the weather at the same time. But when you're walking around the big box store... Why do you have to be on the speakerphone, huh? I was at Long and McQuaid, the Southside store, just the other day, and there was a guy walking around the store listening to all his voicemails on speakerphone. And not just that regular vault, he had it cranked. And he's just browsing the guitars, and we all had to listen to his voicemail. What the hell? And it's like everyone in the store all had the same look on their faces that, huh? That what the hell face? I'm doing it right now. Kind of like, eh. Where you put your hands out to your side and go, hey, that. Even the staff, they were having a hard time masking their feelings. And I felt bad for them because they had to play the whole the customer is always right game with this guy. And this guy was in his late 50s or his 60s, not some young punk that doesn't know any better. Do you have to be on speakerphone? No? Well, then don't be on speakerphone. 423-1029 is the number over here at Sonic. It's really funny, too, because when you call me, guess what? You're on a speakerphone. Oh, boy. Garner! You guys are talking about uh, how well your parents have raised you? Yeah, did your parents do a good job of you? No. No, they did a quite a horrible job of oh, raising boy. me. <laughs> Hopefully you're... But it turned out quite polite. Yeah, but is your emotional frame bent? Oh, very. Yeah. Very. How's your relationship? the patience of a turtle. What? You can do anything to me and I probably won't complain. Huh. No. Because you have low self-esteem? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what yeah, happens. See, my parents divorced at five. Uh-huh. And so I have moved right up until I was 17 every six months Ooh. to a year. How many high schools so, did you just... Look. I went to... Four different high schools mm -hmm. until grade 11 when I was old enough to move out with my sister who also has four kids. So he can, he can imagine how well she was raised. Well, so hang on. Was that an older sister or a younger sister? Yeah, an older sister. She's 11 years older than me. Oh, that's a gap. I know. I'm closer in age to her kids than I am my sister. So how many so my of the boss? kind of raised me. Oh my God. Can, oh. can you hear me? I can hear you. Then how come I can't finish a sentence? I was asking... How many of the raised right boxes have you been able to tick? I think I ticked all of the ones you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And I, I almost cried. <laughs> Why? 
Because you, because despite your upbringing, you turned out okay. I like to tell myself that, yeah. Well, no. That if you <laughs> if you don't really have a guide when you're a kid saying, "Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that." I, you, you can see how as an adult, you might not hold doors. You might not say thank you. You might not you know, help with You know, and I notice dishes. it with people now, too. Yeah, but you, you know? should you should give yourself a pat on the back if you had a terrible upbringing and there was very little direction and you do recognize good manners, then congratulations. You're a good person. Yeah. Oh, and I just had to mention, too, because my, my father wasn't there very much, but you know what he got me to do as a first job? What? At 15, I was a carny. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. So now hang on. I just have like okay. Hang on. I just want to write on. a book about bad parents. Ah, hang on. Peace. Is my phone hooked up? I want you to sit on hold for a second because I want to find out what it's like when you become a 15-year-old carny. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Bryce, we got a woman on hold. 15 years old. She went on the road as a carny. That's a that's a tough life. Hmm. Just games of chance all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, like actual games of chance on the midway, and then just real life games of chance. Yeah, it's just nonstop. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to you in just a second. Hang on. Bryce Kelly is Sonic Weather. Uh, if there's still some snow falling, that should stop pretty soon. It looks like it's done over here, but if it's not, it will. Then we'll just be cloudy today. High getting up to about plus two. Currently, we're sitting at minus two. Sonic weather is for mud, sweat, and gears. Put some fun between your legs at the new Edmonton store next to Safeway on 149th Street at Stony Plain Road or the original stores in Sherwood Park and Spruce Grove. Mud, sweat, and gears. Come get a better bike. Now, was your dad a carny or he just sent you out alone on the road as a carny? He just sent me on the road as a carny. He thought it was just the perfect job for, for a kid. Wow! No. How, now, how was how was Carney Summer? That sounds like a bad teen film. Carney that Summer. Was, uh, that was seven years of my life. I'd go every summer after that. Really? Yep. Okay, I, I was, need to talk uh, to you 17 about seventeen bootlegging liquor to Carneys in the back of a truck when I was eighteen. Wow. <laughs> okay. Do you? When you're fifteen years old and you're on the road as a Carney, like. Who do you answer to? Who do you... Um, the boss I had. I had know, a... but your boss isn't going to be watching over you at 2 o'clock in the morning when you're sleeping in that weird carny trailer, making sure the veteran carnies leave the 15-year-old carny alone. Yeah, no, I slept in the back of a truck for most of that. And completely missing my point. <laughs> your parents need to write a parenting book. But a book of all the things you shouldn't do, like let your 15-year-old daughter go out on the road as a carny? Yeah, they'd be pretty good at that. You feel like you've turned out okay? Yeah, I feel like my sister raised me really well. Hmm. Okay, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> so weird. That's a little strange, yeah, 15 to be uh, sleeping in the back of a truck with a traveling carnival. Uh, carny summer. I'm going to start the screenplay as soon as I get off the air today. And I'm going to write it in the style of uh, 1980s teen flicks like Porky's and Meatballs. Oh, yeah. There's definitely uh, some teens looking for love but just finding hijinks instead. Yeah. Carney Summer. It's going to be a hit. Actually, you know what? Carney Summer could be a great name for a strain of weed, too. Because we were talking about that. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I'll take 
I'll take an ounce of you ain't getting nothing done today, son. And I'd also like an ounce of Carney Summer. Yeah. Yeah, that's a particularly strong one. Mm-hmm. That just knocks you out. You just come to three hours later and you're like, how did I get here? Poor Deb. I wonder if she would have been better off being raised by like one of those plastic snowmen you put on your front step at Christmas. That is a baffling decision to send your teen daughter <laughs> on the road. Uh, 423-1029 is the... We're not laughing at you, Deb. We're not laughing at you. We're just sort of puzzled by your parents. Yeah, that's that's a new one. Garner? Hey, Garner, you're talking about um, being raised right and stuff? Yeah, you know, just being super judgmental. Uh, it's okay. Like, people maybe just aren't raised right, and so those people feel judged. But, well, like, I think it's just about being a good human. I know, and it's not like I'm asking you to help a stranger move a high to bed. I'm not saying that, but, it, like, just these simple little things, like... You know, the little courtesy wave when somebody lets you in in traffic? How hard is that? Yeah, like, just nice things. What gets me is just littering and people not being good humans or being raised right about littering mm-hmm. and recycling. I t- I'm a nanny, and, like, I work with kids, and when we go for walks in the springtime, I teach them that we go for a walk, we take two garbage bags, and we fill one garbage bag with garbage, and then I teach them that... The other bag, you put bottles in because bottles are money. We should be more raised right about that kind of stuff, too, as well as putting carts away and smiling and waving at strangers that let you in and that kind of thing. Hey, more importantly here, uh, is nanny life as glamorous as we all think it is? High-rise apartment? Um, well... I kind of like I'm casually nannying, nannying now, but when I was full-time nannying, it was actually pretty nice. Were you ever concerned that they were uh, nanny camming you? Um, no, not these people. Like, I work with children and family homes a lot with all of my work that I do. And, like, it's crossed my mind on occasion, but, like, I the people that I work with, trust me and I'm really like I'm good at my job so they wouldn't have reason to put a nanny cam but there are some people like it's just that it depends on the nanny like if the nanny isn't trustworthy then they might put a nanny cam in but I don't think that people come into it with a nanny cam and then get a nanny I think that it's more like is the nanny inviting her boyfriend over to do things on our couch maybe we should get a nanny cam is the nanny working on a motorcycle in the living room while we're out? Yeah. Or, like, is the nanny taking our car and driving three hours to go visit her boyfriend or visit her friends in Calgary with our baby and then driving back? Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is the nanny gutting a buffalo in the master bedroom and cleaning the hide in the jacuzzi tub in the master suite? That kind of thing. Hi there. You want to know why you don't stack the plates? Okay, now, did you work in a restaurant? Do you work in a restaurant? I did for a long time while I was going to school and after school. Okay, and why is it that you don't want us stacking things up? Well, you don't want stacking the plates because there's a system to doing it. And when you know how sometimes in the restaurant you're walking along and you hear the server, like, mash the plate all over the floor... And then everybody yells Opa and thinks that's hilarious, like it's the first time anyone's ever done that. They sure do. 
Yeah, that is why. Because you have a system to doing it so that it's more efficient. You get stuff done and you can carry more and you get like sad stackers that don't know what they're doing. How about now? I always pile up the menus for you. Is that good? That's perfect. Okay. No problem. So you don't have a don't pile up the plates and cutlery, but pile up the menus. You betcha. Okay, thank you. There goes Heather, everybody. Uh, this just in on the text machine. Hey, Garn, the server thing is twofold. One, yes, things may get stacked in an unbalanced way, or cutlery slash small dishes may be hiding, also causing imbalance, or a server may have to be pulled out of a bowl of soup, etc. But the other reason is great servers use that time to connect with their tables and they enjoy the job. The point of dining out is to be taken care of. Meg, hospitality instructor. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Meg. Thank you, Heather. See, so many mysteries solved on the show. We had Colin on a little while ago from the uh, City of Edmonton Waste Management. He said, oh, no, 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 no. Keep sorting out your garbage and your recycling. That's myth that the city of Edmonton sorts that out for you. That's not real, okay? Keep sorting it out, please. How can you possibly expect that every day there's enough staff on hand to sort through like a million pounds of garbage? That would be impossible. And after Colin was on the show, I said something like he was a great representative of our city, and somebody agrees. Somebody said kudos to Colin. I'm continually impressed by the professionalism and the courtesy exhibited by the city of Edmonton frontline staff. I would agree. I go to that eco station on Ellerslie Road, the one right by Jaeger Ridge, and I'm always blown away by how friendly everyone is there. I also really like the art on the outside of that building. One day, when you decide to replace that art, I want to buy that art. It would probably mean buying a 40-foot tall section of a building but talk to me if it's like three or four hundred bucks i mean the gunner andrew show podcast podcast i wish i was a sonic rocker winner everyone would be so proud of me becky called the sonic rock door today she took a listen to the clip she guessed florence and the machine what kind of man that's not it. Tomorrow morning at 8.20, The Rock Door's now worth $972. Good luck. Tune in to The Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. Garner! Garner! It's The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Good morning, my dearest Garner. If, <laughs> wow, if sounds to me like you're writing me a letter. No, I just woke up. I'm just making a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. And I'm listening to your wonderful show, as, as I do. However, um, my memory serves me that I did hear you say um, way sometime back with regard to shopping carts, that when you find yourself returning them back to the corral, it's, you see that, oh my gosh, I'm getting to be more like my parents. That was your quote. And mm-hmm. I, I, I remember laughing thinking I'm doing the same. So, yeah, I'm getting to be more like my parents as I'm progressing on. Well, yes. I, don't so know that a, I, uh, hey? I don't know that I would have said... I know that I have thoughts about returning shopping carts to the cart corral, and I think we should all be doing that. And again, not 
for the store, not for the people that work at the store, but for, but for other us. shoppers who need a place to park, but you can't park because somebody dumped a cart there. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I don't believe I would have ever said what you said okay. I said. But... I'm sorry. No, that's okay. But lots of uh, stuff comes out of my mouth. Lots of stuff. Well, of course, as it should. I mean, considering your fantastic position. <laughs> stuff comes out of my mouth all day long. I don't remember a lot of it, but I don't think I would have said that. Uh, somebody just texted to this is from John Garner concerning returning shopping cars to the cart corrals. I used to work evenings at the Windermere Walmart in one of the departments and would be sent out to collect the carts because there was no store standards associate. I hated the fact that I would have to run around the lot for stray carts because it took time away from my regular duties. John. Well, John, clearly you cared about your job at Walmart. I, I think back to when I was in high school. I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart. Mel Baracus, Mel Baracus. And I loved it when I got sent outside to collect the carts. Loved it. It was like a field trip. I mean, I could be stocking diapers and Enflact. I could be pricing shampoo. Mel Baracus. But I would way rather be outside. So I looked forward to cart duty. I mean, it was a lot smaller, the parking lot, though. I can't imagine patrolling a Walmart parking lot. Garner? Yeah, hi. I just wanted to follow up on the jersey etiquette and professionals. I know my wife and I are both docs, and we're both wearing jerseys. In fact, our whole hospital is wearing jerseys. Um, our office staff are all wearing jerseys. So I think it's going to be pretty widespread. Yeah, I was saying before, I, I think if I showed up at a doctor's appointment today, I would probably respect my doctor even more. Yeah, I think that's it. I, uh, even last year during the playoffs, I wore my Oilers jersey. People thought it was fun, so yeah. I, I don't think people should worry about that. Okay. What if you had to break some really bad news to somebody today? Would you wear the jersey or would you take it off? Break really bad news today. Uh, I hope I don't have to break any really bad news today, but I probably would just stay the way I am. I, I don't think... Uh, uh, most of the people I have to break bad news to, I already know well, and they would probably, that probably wouldn't affect them, especially since it's a sign of respect, uh, wearing the jersey. Yeah, I guess it would be different. I mean, if it was a year ago and it was a playoff run, you might choose to put it in the drawer for a few minutes while you do that. But this year, because of why people are wearing jerseys, yeah, you're right. It's a sign of respect. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think it would be offensive by that. Okay. Hey, I appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Do you want to give your first name or not? Sure, it's Cliff. There goes Dr. Cliff. See ya. <laughs> okay. Uh, this just in, Garner and Bryce, I'm a neurologist and won't be wearing a jersey. It's always bad news in my office. Ooh, that's tough. That's and that right there, that, that phone call and that text, Bryce, is why I love working here. I love it. Because you get... Incredibly smart people having conversations with, you know, Us. a guy that, you know, barely finished high school. I think it's fair. Someone else just texts it. I don't own any sports jerseys. What do I do? I forgot to wear a jersey. So, like, it doesn't mean if someone's not wearing a jersey, it doesn't yeah. mean that they well, don't respect. Yeah, they're not showing respect. Like, some people can't, some people don't have them. I know some people in lieu of jerseys are wearing green. Yeah. That's you can do thing. that too. Yeah. Find a piece of green ribbon. You could do that too. In a green ribbon to your shirt. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't respect. It just 
not everyone can take part. Any other questions we can help you with this morning? Can I help you get dressed? So someone else <laughs> asked, they're like, all I have is a Edmonton FC sweater. Does that, I don't think there's any hard rules about what you no. can and can't wear. It's no, just, there's no Jersey Day board of directors no. who is going to approve or <laughs> disprove. Anyway, Bryce Kelly's here now, Sonic Weather. Bryce, what's up? It's going to be a little cloudy today, a little gusty here and there, and there's a chance we see some flurries maybe later on overnight. High, though, getting up to plus one today. Currently, we're sitting at about minus three. Sonic Weather is for mud, sweat, and gears. Put some fun between your legs at the new Edmonton store next to Safeway on 149th Street and Stony Plain Road or the original stores in Sherwood Park and Spruce Grove. Mud, sweat, and gears. Come get a better bike. Listen to some of these, Bryce Kelly. Uh, I'm a psychologist. I will be doing counseling all day today. I'm repping my jersey. Okay, that's cool. Hey, Garner and Bryce. I'm a funeral director, and our group of funeral homes have encouraged all of their professional staff to wear a jersey today. Okay, good. Wow. I like this. Garner. Now, I was saying earlier, Bryce, that I feel like a fraud when I wear a sports jersey. And it's jersey day today, and I have one on right now, and I just feel like when I walk around, people are like, that guy doesn't wear a sports jersey. That guy's not into sports. Right. I feel like people can just sort of smell it on me. Yes. And there are odors of just confusion. Yeah. And you said something like you feel the same way when you wander around the U of A, that people can just sort of go, oh, he's not one of us. I can smell the stupid on that guy. <laughs> yeah. Any place of higher education, they can just tell that that I'm, uh, I'm not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got this text message. This is from Jason. It says, hashtag... Smell the stupid on me. When I go to a restaurant that uses another language to list menu items, I usually just point to something that sounds good and grunt. It's easier than trying to pronounce whatever it says. Well, you know what, Jason? I do the same thing. Is that why some like Chinese food restaurants just have numbers? So you just give them the number? Yeah. And you don't have to try and embarrass yourself by pronouncing it? Well, you know what? I went to a Chinese restaurant once on 118th Avenue. Like, this one was authentic. And I went with a couple of my buddies who looked like me. And we were the only three people in that restaurant that looked like us. And the waitress, waiter, waitress, she came by and then she brought us menus. After we sat down, she brought us different menus that had pictures on them. I kid you not. So we got the picture <laughs> menus, which was very helpful. Yes. Yeah. No, but, they're not wrong to assume that. No, back to Jason's point here where you just kind of, nah, you kind of do that. What I do is when I can't pronounce what it is that I want, when the uh, waiter or waitress comes back to the table, I always pretend like I forgot what I want. Oh, uh, and then I open the menu and then I just point at the thing and then I get them to say it. They probably see right through it, though. They can smell the stupid. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag smell the stupid. <laughs> We could continue to discuss. I like this. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Thursday, April 12th, and this is what's good. Weezer are expected to release a new album next month, the Black Album, but Rivers Cuomo is busy doing his own thing right now. In fact, he recently played an intimate solo show in Chicago, a 27-song set, which was a mixture of Weezer songs, solo songs, and a bunch of covers. Don't expect a ton of that, though, as Weezer apparently do have a lot of summer touring plans. Sonic! A forensic expert in England thinks that he's identified who Banksy is, and he thinks it's one of the founders of Gorillaz. This person says that Jamie Hewlett is either Banksy or very close to him, 
because Hewlett apparently is associated with every company connected to Banksy. It's not really the most convincing or sexy theory, but it is an interesting one. Sonic! And this is a really cool gesture, as iMother Earth has started a cross-Canada tour with Finger Eleven, and they've announced that all proceeds for ticket sales for their upcoming show in Saskatoon in a couple weeks will go to the GoFundMe campaign for the Humble Broncos. They will play a show in Edmonton a few days after that Saskatoon one. That's it for Music News You Can Use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! We started talking about how... Um, like right now, I feel like a fraud. I'm glad that I'm wearing a jersey because I feel like I'm wearing a jersey for the right reasons. But I feel like if people ask me sports questions, I'd be like, uh, I have no idea what language that is you're speaking. I feel like people can uh, smell the stupid on me when it comes to sports. Um, and now all of a sudden you're texting in and you're calling in when you feel, I guess you're feeling vulnerable. That's what it is. This one says, my boyfriend recently agreed to teach me to skateboard. He took me into a skate shop last week. The guy working there was super nice and helpful, but I'm sure he could hashtag smell the stupid all over me. Somebody else said, Garner, I'm married into a family of doctors, surgeons, an orthodontist, and a lawyer. I'm a guy that made it to a third of my classes in high school. Hashtag smell the stupid. Uh, Garner and Bryce, I'm a guy that loves cars, loves cars, but I'm only really interested in the aesthetics of a car and know nothing about how engines and transmissions work. I have a really nice car and I hang out with a bunch of car guys and I know just enough about the inner workings of my car to hang in there conversation wise, but I feel like they can smell the stupid. That's from Wes. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.